and welcome to yet another exciting edition of the Black Anime Nerds Podcast. Woo. I'm Maxwell, aka Offset, and I'm joined <laughs> by fellow uh, <laughs> fellow mods, uh, Aaron Kute. Yeah, or E2, as everybody knows. <laughs> and uh, Justin Harwell. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> also known as Hernwell. Hernwell. Yeah. <laughs> I got too many uh, nicknames. Too many. AKAs. Wait, were you were you takeoff or Quavo? Shit, I was takeoff. I'm Quavo. You were t- okay. I was left out bad and bougie. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't have we couldn't have you on Shinus like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you still you still got all the royalty fees and the money hey. all this. So that's fine. Doing like fucking like half the work and still making a third of the money. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah, that guy in the group project. Yeah, that guy. Yes. <laughs> I sign y'all shoes, I do all that shit. I don't there care. You go. There you go. <laughs> well, this looks like it's gonna be our our uh, first official podcast and uh the last uh podcast of the 2019. So yeah. um crazy to think that we're already done with uh with the year. There's been a lot of anime this year. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> Good and bad. Yeah. Right. I mean the the poor animators, <laughs> the poor companies. <laughs> I know. Pay your animators. For real. Buy your shit. <laughs> so well, uh people. Absolutely. Well, let's let's just get the train rolling here. Um, our first segment we'll dive into is kind of the the anime manga news, which um, will typically just consist of uh, any uh, anime manga nerd related news that's happened the past week or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Jump Festa was uh, not, like a couple weekends ago. Um, and we just got a lot of bombs dropped on us. Um, one of them uh, being uh, Dragon Quest reboot anime that was announced for fall 2020. Um, yes. Nobody really saw that coming. Uh, yes. Looks like uh, Toei, Toei will be uh, producing it. Um, a lot of us might be familiar with the recent Dragon Quest games, but it's a franchise that dates back to the the mid 1980s um and uh if you've taken a look at any of the the art for the series it may look familiar Maybe. and that's because um dragon ball creator akira toriyama is responsible for the character designs for going back to this love of video games yeah yeah and um this uh anime is a reboot of the original Dragon Quest Adventures of Dai uh, manga that ran in the late 80s and early 90s and is one of uh, Shonen Jump's best-selling titles. Right. A dragon a video game manga? <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> it's mad. Um, yeah, and uh, Toei will be producing it. Um uh, we've gotten one teaser trailer already, and it looks promising. Look forward to learning more about the series. But um, what are uh, 
some of your initial thoughts on that announcement. We can just start with Aaron. Thrown off in a good way. Like, I did not expect it at all. Like, of all the announcements, the Dragon Quest reboot was not something I thought would happen. But I, honestly, it'd be pretty cool to see it with, like, updated animation and, mm-hmm. well, and hopefully it's pre- it goes by pretty fast, too. And honestly, the way Dai looked, he looked like he looked a little bit like Goku, but it'll be cool to see Toriyama's art. It'll be cool to that signature style, though. <laughs> yeah, but like even on the cover of one of the volumes, he's dressed like Goku was early on in Dragon Ball with the purple gi. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But he's, I've already seen a lot of people say, "Like, wait a minute, like, isn't that Goku or isn't right. that Gohan?" Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to think about Toriyama's like other works, like this or Sandland. Sand, mm. and like compared to the length of Dragon Ball, how much brief they were, except for this, which ran for like seven years. Right. Yeah. So a lot of material. Yeah. But it's expected from a guy who's a fan of the series and regularly does the art. So, much love. I love it. Yeah, man. What about you, Justin? So, uh, not really much of a Dragon Quest fan. Not much of an RPG type person, period. So, but I do know about it from like back in the day, being on the Nintendo and stuff like that. And I've always been like, "Hey, what is this? Is this Dragon Ball? Is this Dragon Ball Z?" <laughs> but um, looking forward to seeing something new from uh, Toriyama and a different style. And I also like that it's a fantasy game that's not like it's a kind of like based, you know, where it's a person going back into a like different world. I do like straight up fantasy genres, so. Looking forward to that, and hopefully the animation is very, very good. So you know, that's about it for me. Definitely. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, we've got a fall twenty twenty release date, so October. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this announcement probably comes as a disappointment to um, folks who are hoping. Uh, for the return of Dragon Ball Super. Um, <laughs> it's not looking like we're going to be getting an announcement for that anytime soon. Yeah. yeah. But it I seems like... But it's in a tuck, though. Keep hope. Yeah. <laughs> it's there, because... It's a, it's a cash cow. It's gone. That's what I was saying. They cannot give that up. That's too much money in the bank. But also, yeah. pressure, too. <laughs> But this is a curatory. I'm a pressure. That man don't know pressure. He don't know pressure? Oh, okay. <laughs> he came back with Dragon Ball Super. He got Dragon Ball Heroes. All he knows is money. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a golden opportunity, you know. Um, in hindsight, I remember when uh, the Jump Force roster was announced and uh, Dai was uh, a member of the roster. That was a little bit of a head-scratcher at the time but now mm-hmm. but now it makes all the sense in the world 
Yeah. It seems yeah, like games do that, you know. They correlate, you know, like people that come into the games with what's going on, you know, in other forms of media. So Yeah. You know. It's a nice it's a nice way to throw a surprise on people. Yeah, because Mortal Kombat does that a lot. Yeah. With, with their guest characters. Which is good. Yeah. Oh, guess who's coming to the game, fellas? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be interesting to see that unfold. I'm sure we'll be getting more trailers down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, even as a Dragon Ball fan myself, mm-hmm. like, uh, Dragon Quest is kind of an untapped mind. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure once this anime uh, drops, it's gonna get a lot of new fans really quick, right? So yes, as I should. We'll kind of fill that void. Um, yeah. So be on the lookout for uh, more Dragon Quest information. Um, yet another bombshell dropped at uh, Jump Festa was uh, the return of World Trigger. A season three was announced at Jump Festa right. that will also be produced by Toei. And yeah, it's been, man, it's had to have been, I think, like three years since uh, season two ended. Um, I know it's been uh, kind of a high demand series by fans hoping for its return. And uh, it's finally here. Uh, what are your thoughts, Justin? Oh, my goodness. Um I never watched World Trigger. You know, I only seen some yeah. clips. And it was interesting, but it just never really caught my eye. Um, again, if it's something that's going to catch my eye like in the, in the future, cool. But right now, mm, it's too much other stuff I'm really worried about right now. <laughs> understandable, understandable. What about yourself, Aaron? Yeah, I'm... Well, I'm surprised it came back, and like it's one of those things where you figure a show is done for, mm. and like while you know you see people support, like man, I want I want to see this show continue, continue. They're like you know, man, this would be great, right? You just think, oh, that's just fan wishing, right? It's like those dudes who keep saying we need a season two of High School of the Dead. And you're like, <laughs> we're, nigga, no, stop calling me out, stop calling yeah. me out, <laughs> bleach, yeah, but. <laughs> That just that's a testament to I guess somebody in these studios was like, damn, we need to get back to this. <laughs> that's that's exactly how they said it too, I'm sure. I hope it pays off for them because it was an interesting concept as a series and they got a lot more material to work with now, so right than when it came out. So we don't have to worry about filler or anything in the lake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a very passionate fan base. I mean, the series was uh, well received when it was airing, and you know the the manga was on hiatus for a while, and that's back now. I think they release chapters monthly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, things are looking up. Um, and then um, other big announcements we've gotten with kind of the conclusion of the the uh, fall anime season here. We've got um, season two announcements from Fire Force, uh, Beastars, and Dr. Stone. Um, Three high-profile seasons. Um, 
Cool. And you know, these, these announcements don't really come as a as a surprise, but um nah. what are your guys' just thoughts on these uh series getting a continuation? B stars, I'm not surprised, but I think Dr. Stone is gonna be catch even more fans as season two opens up to a lot of stuff. And isn't this like the first Boichi series to be like animated since like I don't think Sunken Rock got animated it. I'm trying to remember like Congo Bancho. I feel like that was animated. Okay. I'm I'm thinking. I'm not sure about this. I'm not going This is definitely like probably the most high profile series he's had. Oh yeah. And animated. like you know, Bread on Weekly Shonen Jump. And the structure of it all is probably the cleanest. Yeah. So I think it's pretty cool we're gonna see him at stuff animated and hopefully this leads to more. And while some of the other stuff can get a little out there, the small taste people get in Dr. Stone, if they like that, they can handle this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm really going to enjoy seeing that open up. Beastars, at first I was a bit nervous about it because I saw some of the panels of the manga and I was like, oh, God, they're going to be fucking... You know, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I can deal with this shit, but it's been pretty interesting. And seeing it animated is one of those things where I like feel comfortable. And then Fire Force, another series by the Soul, Soul Eater creator, and it has those religious overtones. Yes. It's kind of weird how deep it is. Like, it's, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I, was th- I was expecting, you know, something simple. Ugh. But they're like, nah, nah, we're going to hit you with all this extra shit. Remind you of who's writing this shit. And hopefully, if it stays on track, the soldier was pretty great, even if it diverted. Yeah. So I'm optimistic about it and glad it's going to get a season two. And it won't let me down. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Justin? Um, yeah, I'm very excited for uh, Fire Force Season 2, you know, because, like, the last few episodes have just been picking up and up and up. So if they just keep that coming, like, I'm definitely going to be tuned in for that. Um, B-Stars, Netflix, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So I am one of the people that... I try not to um, pirate anything. You know, I won't. I have Netflix for a reason. You know, we got the news that B Stars is going to be, you know, premiering on Netflix as an exclusive. But this Netflix jail, you know, situation has just it's been hindering me, and I can't watch B Stars. I haven't watched B Stars season one yet, but I've wanted to so bad. So seeing that it has a season two coming up. I'm excited. That means people are, you know, picking it up. You know, people like it. And the premise of the show has just, like, interests me so bad. Like, I really want to see it. I'm just tempted to pirate it. But just because I do have Netflix and I know I'm going to watch it there. But I'm I'm trying to hold out. I know they said, uh, you know, early um, 2020. So hopefully that's January. But, yeah. Hopefully they don't hit us with a cannon buster. Ugh. And push the date back again. 
I mean, like, I just don't, I really do not get it. Like, I'm trying, I'm trying to be a good person. I'm trying to hold out. At least give us a, a heads up or something. Yeah. I will be tuning in to B-Stars, and I will get back with y'all with all my fucking, you know, critiques and my reviews and shit. But yeah, yes. I, I feel like I love the show already just from the videos I've seen. <laughs> it's like... I cannot wait. Like this is probably like the most anticipated show for me for 2019. I don't know why. It's like the characters, the way they look, the panel, like the the dialogue. I'm just like, man, I want to see this shit right now. But I haven't seen it yet, y'all. So apologize on that. And um, Doctor Stone, big ass show. I really don't have much to say. I haven't watched all of it. Um, I watched uh, like a. Maybe like five episodes. It was cool. I like the scientific, you know, aspect of it, but I just been watching some other stuff. Um it's cool. I will pick it up. So that's all I have. I'm just ready to see B stars, y'all. <laughs> it grows on you. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that y'all shared in the group, I'm like, man, this is a good show. And you know, you're just so stubborn and you're just like, I don't have time. You just, you just like, you convince yourself you don't have time for shit. Like, why do I do shit like that? I'm like, I could watch it. I could watch an episode every day. I know, I'm being like an asshole about it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I gotta make time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff that y'all been sharing, I'm like, yeah, that shit seems like something I would like. I will pick it up again. But yeah, B-Stars... Come on now. That's that's all I'm really worried about. <laughs> that damn Netflix jail. It's it's a, it's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, Max, we're going to have to go outside Netflix headquarters and we're going to have to pick it. <laughs> Two people. <Yeah. laughs> They're going to they be tired of us. <laughs> I'm not afraid to go to jail. I'm not afraid. <laughs> go- Go to real jail over uh, Netflix jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, you know, Vinland Saga uh, concluded this weekend. Yeah. Um, no word on a season two yet or a movie, but I mean, oh, uh, oh they they going. It's got to happen at some it point. Happen. They going season two. Hopefully, it's with Studio Wit. Yes, because um, if I'm not, gonna... yeah, I would be kind of scared. Right. Um, there's still no word yet on who will be animating um, season four of Attack on Titan. Oh uh, shit! Really? Yeah, uh, we don't know if Wit will be returning to animate it. Um, they announced that they wouldn't. Yeah, okay. but but there's a there's a slight possibility that they might, but we just don't have enough information right now. Um, I can't imagine either series uh, not being produced by Wit, so we'll see what happens with that. I mean, do you know anything else that they're doing right now to why they wouldn't be doing Attack on Titan? Uh you know, besides not... besides Vinland Saga. <laughs> Those are the only two series I'm familiar with. They did Cabinary. Um, yeah, they, they animated Cabinary, and as far as I know, that's not getting a, a follow-up anytime soon either. So Yeah, so what's the deal? 
I mean, it's probably a, a part of it is probably just the just the logistics of um, like scheduling. I think yeah. that's I think that's why you see so many series go on like uh, like three year. Uh, gaps between seasons because they have yep. X amount of things lined up in between. Um, well, yeah, I, I mean, like Wh- White Fox, the studio White Fox uh, that uh, produced ReZero, um, that came out in 2016, and we're getting season two in 2020. Yeah. Um, Time is a motherfucker. Yeah. They, uh, the only other show I'm familiar with that they've produced is uh, is Goblin Slayer. Oh, um, yeah, that was that was hot for a minute. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you said that was White Fox. Yeah, yeah that was White Fox. Yeah. yeah. Well, right now, Studio Wit doesn't have anything but this show called Great Pretender coming out in 2020. Oh. I've I've heard about that one. I'm kind yeah. of excited about it. Yeah, that's all they have. I'm like, man. Which mm, that's kind of a good thing, you know, with how we were talking about the animation um studios just being fucking ran into the ground. I like right. that they are fucking taking their time with shows. Yeah. I would definitely be okay with, you know, Venla Saga coming out in 2022, 2023. If that means that it's going to be a masterpiece, you know, like right. take and don't kill these fucking animators, like, like right. they, they're not, you know, robots. <laughs> Work till you die and all that shit. Yeah, Japan is yeah, Japan is kind of bad with that, but you know. Yeah, that's why American freelancers look so uh, yeah, much more appealing. Yeah, for them. Like, yeah. I think Kia Asamia when he did X Men, he was much more free, mm. and he was a guy whose work has been through like three different genres. He did Martian Successor to Desico, mm-hmm. so and Project Echo was an anime he worked on. Oh, that's my shit. Yeah, and he. Yeah. He should just focus from that to like an American audience. That's a show that I want a reboot of. Not a show, like it's a, it's like a, you know, it's movies. But yeah. I watched that shit back in 2020, 2021, and this that would be crazy. I mean, he's been working all the way into 2019, so I can yeah. see it. So. This man has been putting in work, and he's fifty-six years old. He's prime, <laughs> prime of his life. Dare yeah. I say it? All right. Well, um, moving right along here. Um, uh, next up, we're kind of just going to get into the results of our um, fall anime award winners um, via the polls that we conducted this past week. Um, We'll get started with the the OP, the best fall OP of the season. Um, Fans voted, and the fans said that Mayday, the Fire Force OP by Cold Rain featuring Rio from Crystal Lake, um, was the best OP of the season. 
was the jam. And in uh, second place, we've got Dark Crow um, by Man with a Mission, and that was the Vinland Saga's OP. Uh, second OP. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, in third place was uh, Sangen Shoku by uh, Pelican Fan Club, and that was Dr. Stone's second OP. Mm-hmm. Um, the name tells me why it's kind of so quirky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know um, this is the second uh, win in our poll for Fire Force. Fire Force won the Summer Anime Awards for Best Fall OP with Inferno. Yes, that shit that was, was yeah. that was a banger. Real, that was about for real. And yeah, uh, come out the gate with that shit. Yeah, and to follow it up with Mayday, that's a that's a pretty nice streak. Um, yeah. Truth. To be honest, I didn't like Mayday that much. It definitely hits hard. I didn't like it as much as uh, the first one. That's fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely preferred preferred Inferno to Mayday, but I like Mayday as yeah. well. I think um, it seems like a lot of these OPs go through like a boom in your face initial yeah. one, and then sort of smooth out. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that's true. I think I think the OPs I was pulling for were uh, um, Sword Art Online's and uh, Fate Grand Orders. Yeah, Uh, Fates. But I I had a feeling that it was probably either gonna be uh, Mayday or or Dark Crow getting the getting the win for this one. Um, so yeah, that was our best fall OP. And then um, the fan vote for best uh, fall ED of the season was um, uh, Dr. Stone taking this one with You May Know Yuna. Um, and uh, yeah, this was probably one of my favorites. Um in second place, uh, we had My Hero Academia 4's um, ED. Um, and in third place was um, Unlasting by Lisa, and that was for Sword Art Online Al- Alicization. Which has um, been surprisingly good. Yeah, that was my, that was my uh, top vote for Best Fall ED. I was pulling for that one. Kind of bummed to not see it win, but... I'm glad to see it got uh, the top three at least, so it moves on. So yeah, um, woo. So um, out of this list of the top three, uh, My Hero Academia that was pretty good. Uh, the other two, eh, not my thing. My honorable mention. How dare you? My honorable How mention. How dare you? My honorable mention though. My number one. <laughs> <clears throat> Vinland Saga Drown. That's my top, you know, ending song right there. That's that's a fair choice. That is my top. Just the way that, you know, her voice like comes in smooth. And it's different though. It's different because it doesn't sound like, you know, the typical, you know, female singer from Japan, like, you know, in these um anime songs where it's it's really like high pitched, you know. 
and it's like happy sometimes. I don't know the words, but this lady sounds like she's saying some real ass shit. <laughs> and like her voice, her voice is unique. Her voice is unique to me. You're just gonna, you're just gonna assume it's super deep when it could just be like deep. I'm not. I yeah, that's what I said. It sounds like it could be deep because villain saga is deep. <laughs> but yes, um, her voice is unique to me. I really like the way she came in. And then she like just gradually goes up and up and up. Yeah, I like that shit. That is that's a song that I could put on my like playlist. That's fair. So I do. I just had to throw that in there. I know it didn't win. I know it didn't get top three. But yeah. And I just I just feel like Lisa is undefeated. Like she can do no LPs <laughs> and yeah. EDs. So you know, and uh, unlasting was one of my favorite ones by her. Um, yeah, that that was great. I I was pulling for fake grand orders. Yes, TV, but again, I I I, mean, I didn't see that one finishing top three. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it still has it's still gorgeous. Yeah. Like I like all the imagery and the yeah. there's a lot of foreshadowing too in the ED. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was our fall ED. And then moving on to our uh vote for best female character. Um the majority of votes went to Diane from Seven Deadly Sins. She took the first spot in big second girl, place. Big girls winning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In second place, we had uh, Toga from My Hero Academia. And in third place, we had Alice from Sword Art Online Alicization. There are a lot of low-key watches in BAN. I realize it now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of folks are like, man, Sword Art Online is trash. It's latest episode. Right. Man, I thought you said it's trash, my man. Yeah. yeah, somehow it magically shows up in third place here. I'm like, well, Max, well, it's because of you, well. Max. Max, you changed the narrative. You changed <laughs> it. Max with, did with, change. with great power comes great responsibility. I'm saying, like, people, um, they will talk shit about something until you put it in their face and be like, you cannot say anything bad about this. So, <laughs> like, that you have to come like you have to come to terms with yourself like hey I was I was wrong I was talking shit about Sword Art Online. Well, this, is the, this is the internet so niggas not gonna do that. Obviously it's it, right. it, though because uh she's up there. <laughs> I mean for, the first thing we've got to do is, is get people to read. That's like our number one priority. Reading is fundamental. Please yeah. and read the room too. Not just <laughs> <book>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We can go on for days about that shit. We could, and I got the time. <laughs> you got? Do you guys feel like um, the the results went about as uh, what you you expected them to? No, kind of. I was I really surprised at some of these. Like, I'm kind of surprised that Diane got first. Me, that yeah. Just well, based on good. just based on the way this season has gone. Yeah. But it's probably kind of like what Aaron said. I mean, some people 
may not even start watching that season, but they recognize the anime and the character. That, that's exactly kind of what just I like, said too. Yep. Yeah. Um, because we've clearly, like in the group, we got more hate than love for Seven Deadly Sins this season. I feel like, you know, from what I've read, yeah, it might not be true, but just what I've read and seen is just the issue with the animation which everybody talks about. So I'm like, if it's that unwatchable, then how's Diane number one? Yeah. How's yeah. she winning? I honestly thought it was gonna have we were gonna have Alice and Asana in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was surprised about that too. Um yeah. I'm glad that Alice made it just because from the first portion of Al- Alicization to uh, the core that we're on right now, she just had so much um, characterization and uh, development. So I feel like her place in the top three is pretty deserving. Um, I was genuine. I was crossing my fingers super hard that we could get Ishtar in the top three, but Toga bumped her out. It would be a nice win she, for her. And people yeah. love Ren, so everybody gives like, oh, that's Ren, that's Ren. I'm like, But Ren isn't as much of a butt monkey as Ishtar has been. I'm surprised <laughs> Ishtar isn't up there just from, like, you know, the appearance. Right. right. I mean, right when the dudes are like, is that Ren? Is that Ren? Yes, you people. Be like, you want to be like, nah, it's just save the face. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, and technically her character, like, like she's Ishtar, but she's also somebody else who hasn't been name dropped just yet. But we should get that in the next uh, couple episodes or so. I'm hoping. So, can I ask y'all what, uh, who are your personal top? You know, your number ones for the uh, female characters. I just want to know. Uh, for this. I'm trying Maki. to think of the Maki. Maki. Okay. From Blade of the Immortal. She's yeah. such a we haven't gotten too far into it, but yeah. homegirl just can't win. Like she <laughs> she's got she's ungodly gifted with like swords. She's like basically she was a dude, she would have been the motherfucking samurai. Mm. But being born <laughs> into that era and the fact that her father was pissed at because her origin is that she was so good, she kept beating her older brother so badly that he committed suicide. Uh-huh. So she's the shame of the family. But even early in the show, we're getting hints that her life is not all it's cracked up to be. She loves the main bad guy, but he's devoted to his mission. And mm-hmm. she wants him to be better than her, but he's basically given up and realized that, you know, she is my sword. So she'll stay with him like that. And that's the closest she'll get. Mm. Then, <laughs> yeah. So like she she's kick ass. Like yeah, she yeah, made yeah. she made Banji basically like sweat himself the whole damn time trying to like catch up with her. This man cut off his leg to try and gain speed, yeah, throw it yeah. at her, tried to trick her, and <clears throat> she do she was basically like it was like watching Daredevil. <laughs> Or like just seeing her jump on the wires and shit and jump over them and like nobody touches her. Nobody. Like she don't get cut or anything. Like even the 
glancing blow. So her, she's my top. Mm-hmm. What about second, you, Matt? Oh, my bad, my bad. I was talking. Second is Ishtar. Mm. It's Woo. a very, it's a very fun depiction of that whole myth, where she's not too bitchy, mm-hmm. but it's <laughs> but played. Still bitchy. Yeah, but it's played more for laughs instead of like horror. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ishtar, Ishtar is great. All, all hail Ishtar. Yeah, kiss her feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's how you bind the contract. Yes. Um. Yeah, I, I guess if I had to pick, man. See that this this season maybe more than any other was just loaded with uh, best girl material characters. I mean, uh, I have to go with Ishtar for sure. Um, Alice made my top three. And then, man, I have to say uh, Kurisu Sensei from We Never Learn. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) She is... Yeah, she is best girl and she's clean lady i'm gonna be mad if uh she doesn't win the you you ball at the end of the series mm. she should but it's always the candidates we think gonna win that fumble the ball <laughs> that's true also the fact that she's the the teacher and he's the student that's that's somewhat taboo but I mean, how many she, have we seen this in the series? Yeah, well, and too, she's she's the most popular character. Like she dominated the the, the uh, popularity poll for the series. So I, I feel like people are I feel like people are going to be big mad big mad if uh, she doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, it's always taboo relationships that get in the hot spot. But if she does win. Is all right with the world. Yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> that. That singularity would be uh, complete. And then, let's see what we've got here. Uh, best male character. The award for best male character um, for the fall season uh, went to uh, Mr. Red Riot himself, Kirishima. Um, Kirishima took the top spot. He had, he had um, a moment. Yeah. And uh, in second place, we had Bond from Seven Deadly Sins. And in uh, third place, we had uh, uh, Mirio Togata from My Hero Academia. So kind of surprised Mirio was in third, but then, you know, Bond got the fangirls. So. Right, <laughs> right. That's expected. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of... Uh, uh, sex appeal to, to Mirio just with uh, the Tin Tin features, you know? Yeah. yeah. Even though he's my best boy of the... Uh, he looks like the Fallout guy. Of the Fall. Yeah. Vault Va- boy. Yeah. yeah he's, he was my number one, though. Luke, Lucas um, from Earthbound. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's what Lucas grew up to be. Who knew? But, um... 
what did you guys think of the uh, results of the mail poll? Did it go about what you expected? Kinda. Kinda. Shit, I still, I thought they were gonna put Deku <laughs> in that bitch before Kirishima. Man, you, man, you know how they feel about Deku. How many times you get a post that calls him a crybaby ass bitch? I mean, uh... like, like this man is. We got members in the group who literally don't get the whole concept of like character development and trauma. Man, this we got people who will cry about character development and then hate somebody whose fucking character is being developed. <laughs> right, right. Why does why does a nigga cry all the time? <laughs> I love character development. I'll give him something to call my character development. Okay. <laughs> make that make sense, please. Yeah. Bond, I mean, this season he, he hasn't done much to warrant his ranking again i think that's just the off the name off off the name mostly i mean i like bond but too. um for him to be top three personally i don't agree sex, with uh, sex appeal yeah even in the bad animation still a bad <laughs> bitch he's a bad <laughs> bitch with the white hair you, you can't you I can't deny that shit you can't deny that shit. He could be, he could be a stick figure, and he's still gonna get love. He got a crop top and white hair. He's already up there. He's <laughs> he's the classic. He's the classic anime bad bitch. Yep. Like, like he got that Sashomaru swag, yep. bad boy thing. <laughs> I'm still disappointed like, in who he chose to be a relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh man, want to talk about? You want to talk about it? <laughs> Tim Jericho forever. Yeah, yeah. Jericho busted her ass. Let that woman die. I I wish she was like, you know what? I'm good, Bond. <laughs> Let me die. You need to move on. As somebody, I'll always love you from the afterlife. Peace. I'm also really small and childlike looking, and we get enough stairs as it is. So, peace. <laughs> uh, man, we could we could probably dedicate a whole Jericho's podcast. Throwing it at him. We, we could probably dedicate Jericho's a whole... throwing it at him. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, she made it more than obvious. Angrily offering him the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Take this shit, and that's a, like, that's I'm after this thing up. I will toot this thing up. Stole her clothes, <laughs> right? Don't toot it, man. Ridiculous. <laughs> but we could we could probably do a whole uh, podcast episode on the uh, interesting relationship dynamics of Seven Deadly Sins characters. Yeah. Oh boy. That's Ooh. a me too moment. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's not just them. It's definitely not just. Uh, oh, no. Nah, this this shit's blanket. widespread anime. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, Kenshin and Kaoru. Kenshin was 35 years old. Mm-mm. He was like twice her age and shit. Yeah. I'm like, Kaoru literally living with a bum ass nigga. Like. <laughs> 
Wait, was that the was that the girl from uh, Roroni Kenshin, or was that the girl from Samurai X, the uh, OVAs? That was the girl from Roroni Kenshin. She was like, oh shit, she was a young, yeah, and Kenshin like thirty five war vet. He was thirty five. Damn, nigga was old. They stayed roasting his ass about being old. (laughs) (laughs) Even even Saito was like. I bet Saito was probably like, you really, you really hang with these young girls? And Saito was an asshole. Somehow he got married. Yeah. I mean, they they normally do. <laughs> I mean, we never got to see his wife, but. he never, I was going to say something real bad. Let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know, man. His, his wife would have to be a sink. Yeah. Yeah, he needs some balance. Because that man was oof. Oof. <laughs> who would you guys um as far as the uh male characters go who are your favorites from the fall season mirio yeah that's fair that's fair i'm trying to think well, i had quite a few zero oh. blade of the immortals guy up there maybe yeah he kind of he's a little unconventional like he he really ain't shit, <laughs> but he's learned how to be less not shit. And like the first episode, he gets shot in the head while trying to act like a preacher to catch a bad guy, and it's uphill from there. <laughs> but it's basically like imagine Wolverine if he actually was a samurai. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, you know, he takes on the young girl as his sidekick with her quest for vengeance. Yeah, yeah, and, like, there's one episode in this season where he finds one of the guys who, uh, you know, so Rin's on the quest because Anotsu and his boys killed her, da- killed their da- her dad and raped her mother. Mm-hmm. One of these guys really enjoyed that shit. Like, he was a total sadist. He was like... Was that the guy that sewed the heads on his shoulders? Nah, this is the guy who made the mask and had the son. I was oh. like, yeah, my son can't know about that part of my life. So you come in here, I'm going to just kill the fuck out of you. Okay. So <laughs> so Manji killed him and then realized the boy saw it, right? So he decided to take advantage of the fact he can heal and have the boy kill him. And it was a nice moment to show that, you know, while he's kind of a knucklehead, he's starting to get this whole, like, justice thing. It reminds you that the reason he got stuck like this is because he found out his daimyo was embezzling money. So he's like, that shit's wrong, so I gotta cut him down. So he went on the run for doing the right thing, and then he does the wrong thing and kills his sister's husband. So now he's just trying to atone and figure out what's wrong and what's right. And I like that about the series where Moral questions come up, especially for these guys, you know, slice each other down every damn day. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so something I really enjoyed about them. Yeah. Um, I just got to say, uh, with Mirio, I usually don't like the goody-goody characters. You know, I usually like the characters that are, you know... The standoffish, you know, sidekicks, you know, the the Kiliwas, the the Hies and shit. They got a smart ass mouth. I love. I don't those. like shit. I don't go 
possible. Yeah, I love yeah. those characters that are badass. <laughs> but with Mirio, I like he I like people like him in real life. You know, they like bring out the best in people and shit. And who are uh he's confident as fuck. You know, he's a hard worker. Um I really I just like him like as a whole, you know. I like how he beat everybody ass. I like how he beat all the class A's ass, butt naked. He <laughs> represents what the fuck it is the shit. <laughs> he represents what Deku wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, some people some people don't seem to uh grasp that just yet. Yeah. He's he's kinda like Deku's little giant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his, like, character, like, personality and, like, confidence, that's, like, that's basically what we can expect to see from Izuku uh, when he reaches his third year. He gets some, he gets some weight. He gets, he gets some work in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just had to uh, show him some love because, you know, that was my number one. Right. Good guy. Good seller. Man. Shit. Probably my favorite character. Well, one one of them I should say is is the um, harem protag god himself, and I'm not talking about Kirito this time. Uh-oh. Uh Ritsuka Fujimaru, <laughs> man. What a That's boss! That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Um, I feel like in general, it's really hard to to give um, a character like Fujimaro, like the, the Ritsuka Fujimaro is the uh, main character from Fate Grand Order, for those yeah. who don't know. Yeah. Um, and he's Great also choice. the main character uh, in the Fate Grand Order games. Yeah. Uh, and like a lot of games, he's kind of like the mute, like stand-in um, protagonist for you who doesn't say anything um, <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't have a personality in the game but to even um but to be able to kind of uh give give him one in this arc for like the series and and make him like a likable believable character um i was pretty impressed with that and yeah. uh be able to see this guy is uh uh, Mackin skills firsthand has been impressive because he's <laughs> man. The, first of all, he's been pulling, he's been pulling uh, the baddest bitches in like human history <laughs> left and right. He pulling like, deities, bro. And, and he, yeah, now he's game. yeah, he's he's, pull, he he's pulling <laughs> gods, goddesses, eyes, bro. <laughs> I mean, damn, like that's game. Yeah, that is. He's pulling actual, you know, Quetzalcoatl's next, and I'm like, mm. he's getting he's getting bitches from different pantheons, different <laughs> yeah. legends. He is really the he's fate got player. Ho- he's got hoes and different uh, singularities. <laughs> he is true. He is truly the greatest. If you did, if this was Lute, an actual Lute, Grail Lute, War, Ludacris wishes he could be like that. If this was an actual Grail War, I would give this man a trophy. <laughs> I would give. I'd be like, make your wish, man. I already know your wish. He wants all the hoes, so he's gonna get them all. I mean, 
much much to uh mash's uh chagrin of course right <laughs> but no he's he's a character that i've i've enjoyed it's been kind of fun to follow follow him um through this first half of the series it's been cool mm-hmm. um and uh Probably from the same series, another character I've really liked to see is uh, Gilgamesh. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all Gilly. know and love the Gilgamesh from the uh, Ufoldable uh, Fate series. Um, but, it, but it's cool to see Gilgamesh in this um, in this in this light as like a, a ruler, a ruler of the people. Uh, yes. Not a psychopath, you know. I mean, yeah. to be fair, imagine being... Imagine being summoned in a world where you know everything is literally watered down. You'd yeah. be in a bad mood too. I mean, we were not demigods, but Gil has a humongous ego already because he's the first king. He had the greatest city. He had gods trying to get him to clap their cheeks. So you know, he, he comes into modern day, modern day civilization. It's like the fuck is this? There's no magic. It sucks. It's like going to Disney World. I mean, it's like going to Disneyland after being to Disney World. It's not oh, the same. No. Or it's like it's like going back to like you know antennas after watching Netflix. Mm. Oh man, you you be you be, you be irritable. You be irritable. So, I mean, there's no excuse for the shit he did, and like the fact he was ready to blow everybody away and teamed up with Kodomine, but. I can. Yeah, but young yeah, Gilly, yeah. but young Gilly is. It's nice seeing him. You know the kid. Yeah, listen, I'm gonna call him Gilly. Yeah, that works. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's cool seeing him in that light and kind of a different, uh, a different uh, servant class too, as a caster this time and not an archer. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, those are probably two of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. for that and um, yeah, we can. Unless you guys have anything to add, we can move on to um, uh, our uh, final award, which was uh, one thing. I'm oh. <laughs> shout out to Young Maki from Stars Align. That's it. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> there. That's it. <laughs> Watch Stars Align. Please do. Um, yeah, best fall anime. Um, kind of surprising. I was kind of pleasantly surprised by the results. Um, uh, first place um, probably comes as no surprise to anybody. Um, uh, My, Hero, My Hero Academia took first. Even uh, with the season being down. It's a juggernaut. Yeah. It can't stop. Won't stop. <laughs> Rockefeller Records. <laughs> now, now I just got a picture all my I picture all my doing a Harlem shake now. <laughs> yeah. He need a Harlem attack. What the fuck? Harlem I don't think I don't think I don't think Japan ready for that. <laughs> no. Um, More hip hop references, bro. <laughs> um Yeah, my hero took first. Um 
pretty surprising. Uh, Food Wars season four took second place. Oh, and, uh, Jesus! Fake Grand Order uh, took third. Hey, that surprised. Hey, that surprised hey. me. Yeah, that shit surprised Max. me. Give it up for Max again. Yeah, Max. He was he was doing some Herculean efforts here. We'll his no, we'll his noble phantasm of mod of mod miracles made it happen. For real. <laughs> yeah. So my my reality marble. Yeah. There you go. He pulled that shit out. <laughs> Max, Max shared all the top quality clips, you know, from the episodes. And every time I saw more and more people like, what the fuck is this? What is this? Is this Sword Art Online? Was this Sword Art Online? No. Into it. This is fake, Grand Order. It's on Funimation. Yeah. Also on Funimation. <laughs> and it's it's much better. I yes. mean, Sword Art Online has stepped up, but fate is. This even fate with its this fate even, with, <laughs> even with the multiverse shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool to see. Um, you know, we had talked about it before, but um in general, I feel like a lot of people were like hesitant or reluctant to give mm-hmm. the series a go just mm-hmm. because there's so many different fate series yes. out there that there people were <laughs> yeah people are just unsure um where to jump in but when like, like half of them are like alternate universes and mm-hmm. honestly right. fate stay night is the only one you really gotta yeah, you watch, even watch <laughs> and even then fate zero is just kind of cool because you get to see how everybody fucked it up that fate stay night happens yep right um but no, I was I was very impressed with that. It was kind of cool, you know. Uh, Cloverworks has had a hell of a year. Um, starting yeah. the season with the Promised Neverland, ooh, uh, shit. giving us the, uh, a top notch uh, uh, movie and uh, the the Bunny Girl Senpai movie that they dropped in the summer. They put in uh, work. Yeah, and then and then to just cap it with this, I mean. The quality was so good. Um, most people had just assumed that uh, Ufotable did this series. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, I was I was super stoked that uh, it managed to get third. Um, it was cool that Food Wars got season. I mean, season got a uh, second place. Considering that, you know, I feel like overall. Uh, not a whole lot of people were talking about the fourth season. Um, yeah, it was pretty see too many posts. I'm, I'm saying, like, what is going on with these these results? It was pretty <laughs> quiet. I was like, very quiet. I was like, I really forgot about Food Wars like that. Yeah, um, I feel I feel like that kind of took everybody by surprise a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the whole season yet, but um, you know, it seemed like it, it it delivered on all the beats the previous season has. You know, I'm sure quality, quality food, food and um, quality uh, orgasms. Four, four types of plot. <laughs> you know, there's plot, and then there's plot. There's plot. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of there's a lot of plot. If you like plot. Read and watch uh, Food Wars. Yes. This is true. Windows, you know, sex jokes. 
<laughs> man, oh man. Yeah, and my hero academia, you know. Um this season, like um, we've also talked about this. Um it feels like there's just something slightly off about this season, just compared to the last ones, but I mean it's still um For still, well, it's still yeah. oh, for oh, I think it's so. just because it's the it's that part of the story where like you know something awesome is coming, but you gotta get there. Some people don't like waiting to get there. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it takes forever. But like, you know, everybody's hyped to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it kind of reminds me of a, I guess, like right after Kamina dies and Gurren Logan, when, you know, something cool is going to happen, Simon gets is going to grow. Mm-hmm. But it takes about a few more episodes before you see him grow into, like, Simon, man <laughs> of man, you know, the true, the truest drill under the heaven. I can see that. Yeah, I have a I have a uh, a little. It's not a hot take. It's just a little comment about this season of My Hero Academia. Um, it seems like the animation is not as good as the it's been in the past. So that's just my you know what I've been seeing, especially with this yeah. last this last Mirio fight. They're they're there. They're right up there with the like with the emotion. You know, the feels, because we had the Kirishima, we had the Tamakis, we had the Mirios, those moments that were very, very, you know, like, touching and all that shit. But this is an action show. So if I feel like if the previous seasons had this type of animation and if they didn't have top-notch animators working on the fights, it wouldn't be as big. Right. I really feel that way because the the last episode, which was great, you know, for you know showing showcasing like Mirio's, you know, his resolve for shit, you know, he was like, you know what, I'm gonna push through, and I love that character, but I was yes. like very 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 disappointed in how they didn't put in the work to show Mirio go the fuck off, you know. So I'm like, man, like. Eh, I feel like a lot of these, a lot of the results for these, you know, for the fall season were just off the name alone, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I really that. feel that way. It's like, mm, you know, My Hero Academia is popular as fuck. Now it has a new season. Of course, it's number one. Right. We got, we got, that. we got that. Basically, but so resting on laurels. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, I feel like yeah, if they they had this shit going on in the like previous seasons, it wouldn't be as big. It would still be big, but not where it is now. That's it. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. Still love the show. Still love Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm a soccer snob though. I can, that's my that's one of my other names. Mm-hmm. I love animation i've been like studying animation for for a long time like i don't do it but like you can't tell me what's good animation what's not good animation like you're a student. You're a student yes anymore. i'm a student to the game bro like we were we were looking at some pretty ass emotional fucking panels for this last 
episode. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yes, that's what it was. I was like, man, this shit, uh, it's good, but it's not great. And I'm gonna keep saying it's the my for my um my example for the best, you know, episode for fall seasons probably fake grand order again. Episode nine was that the fight with the uh with Ushi? Yeah. And Leonidas was episode nine. Yes. Leonidas. Yeah. That's another guy. That's another that's guy. my that's when I when people talk about, you know, fields, animation, you know, like cinematography, music, I point people to that <laughs> that episode. I'm like, oh, you haven't seen Faith? Oh, you gotta watch this right here. <laughs> Faith is when Faith hits those notes, it's really good at that. Yes. Like, yes. When they truly hit those moments, they really they sell them. Kill it. They yeah, I'm glad for that. Which is why that's another, you know, I'm gonna always I don't care if this like in the top three or whatever. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna push that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uchi Wakamaru, another uh, best girl candidate. Hell yeah! Right. Pretty sure I voted for her too. I definitely as, did. As I think we I all should. Fake girls from Grand Order. <laughs> that's true. I mean, there's like ten of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I voted for all. Of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so just transitioning into our next uh, segment. It's just our uh, rec- recommendation segment. So uh, any um, like manga, anime, or uh, nerd-related stuff you guys uh, think members would enjoy? Um, we can start with Justin. Uh, uh, I recommend Birdie the Mighty. The OVA that came out in 1996, and then the Very uh, the Mighty Decode that came I out. I, I think I've is, is she is that the one where, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. No, keep say it. And I'm is, it, is this what the um like with the girl? She's like a a space cop or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She got sick legs. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So she is, like you said, she's a space cop. Um, you know, she's gone to Earth, of course, you know, to the fight and capture, you know, some alien creature. Okay. Um, and it's just her and she uh, ends up killing this boy by accident. <laughs> so her, you know, her commander is like, uh, so what you going to do about it? She's like, I don't know. He said, well, you're going to have to keep him alive by giving him your life force. And so she is living inside him and he's going about life doing his own thing. But then if there's, uh, you know, another threat, she can pop out and then they switch uh, they switch roles. And that's it's dope as fuck to me. It's I love I love anime with um, strong ass female characters. You know, I love that shit. And she's she's dope as fuck, um, super powerful, pretty as hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, shit, all that. Yeah, um, the first damn shame she was never in a fighting game. Hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Madhouse did the first OVA back in the nineties, ninety six, which was dope. 
so the animation is there. Hands drawn, really pretty. Um, and then A1 Pictures did the Birdie Decode series. So, and you know, A1 Pictures has some good shit under their belt, you know. So you don't have to worry about anything, you know, going on. I really, really, really recommend the second season of Decode. It's really good. Really good. The, the tone shifts and it's a little bit more dramatic, a little more real, but the action is still there. And that is my recommendation. Right. I clap. I clap. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, sir? Uh, uh, from this morning, I'm kind of on a mecha kick. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just thinking about how if you like upbeat mecha or just upbeat series in general about fighting against war, Turn A Gundam's a pretty good choice. And I feel most people like it since the main character is Brown in the end. And he got these long-ass locks. So, boy comes from the moon to Earth as part of as being a scout and decides that, you know what, he doesn't want to do war because they've been doing war games on the moon. He realizes that war is a real thing and it's very ugly. So he takes the Gundam and he basically becomes like an anti-war instrument. And it's unique in that when he takes a Gundam, he's not exactly, you know, guns blazing. I got to kill motherfuckers to make war stop motherfuckers. <laughs> he doesn't have that epiphany. He realizes that, hey, fighting is bad. And he has, his Gundam is so powerful that he can stop it without having to like directly fight. So it's interesting seeing what's basically the equivalent of a WMD on steroids in somebody's hands who really doesn't want to fight. And then there's people like the bad guy who have never been a real war his whole life. So it's interesting to see how they treat it as a game and like how that contrasts with real life. And it's a nice upbeat thing. There's little moments like he finds a hospital and he starts doing the laundry for him using the Gundam to like dry it out. So they hang it from the Gundam. So there's that. And shit, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Promari from Trigger. Oh. That Lucky is you. Lucky you got to see that. Basically oh. That and the, basically it's it's wild as shit. We're gonna watch it. But also Max, you talked about this a while back, Eureka 7. Yeah. That, sec oh, yeah. that second movie, I saw it. That shit was, it was gorgeous, man. Like, mm-hmm. I love the fact that they just went a completely different way instead of doing a recap and just did like a AU thing. And so our thing is Anemone. If you watched the original series, she was, you know, a little off. And this, she's a nice, sweet girl, but just like the original Anemone, she's isolated. Mm-hmm. Except she has no Dominic as a boy. Dominic is an AI that looks like a teenage boy. And she doesn't even have her little pet. It's a plushie, plushie doll. And she's basically like the classic mecha, mecha protagonist in a super robot show. She used to fight against a disaster called Areca's, Areca 7. Mm-hmm. And the source of disaster turns out to be Areca herself. <laughs> who's been tearing through universes to look for a new Renton because hers died and she couldn't deal. 
so as they fight, these two lonely girls start to understand each other, and it just throws you all the way off. It's gorgeous. It's heartwarming. It's tragic. Especially for me, because I was like, damn it, did they have to, did they have to kill him? Did they? <laughs> but at least, you know, a record would tear. A record would set it the fuck <laughs> off if Renton died. So I always figured she would. So that's something I think people should see. Okay, just because it's very touching. Yeah. Yeah. And read if you're not reading it, read King and Omega. That's right, there's a sequel already. Wow. Yeah, and it's like I think we almost hit fifty chapters. Released weekly every Thursday. So that sounds right. Yeah. It's pretty good. And it just kicked my ass this last week. So, <laughs> Rita Magadal kick your ass. That's a good thing. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. Well, um, for me, um, <laughs> kind of keeping with my theme today, uh, we've got a new Fate series. <laughs> um, yes. Type Moon. Um, <laughs> released uh debuted their new uh fate manga um fate type redline um which is um it's a uh manga that um centers around uh the imperial grail war which uh isn't connected to any um isn't a part of the main timeline at all. It's its own thing. Also, it's yeah. So it's easy for people to just jump into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this fate series, it, like um, the MC gets uh, who lives in present day, uh, gets transported uh, 75 years to the past um, to participate in the Imperial Holy Grail War in the midst of World War II. So you've got um, the Church, um, Imperial um, Japan, and um, and uh, the Third Reich, like Nazi Germany, all trying to compete for oh, uh, the Holy Grails. There's uh, shit's going down all over the place. Um, um, we're only one chapter in so far, but the first chapter was was awesome. If um, it's, it'll be kind of a nice um, entry point for people who really liked um, the main like Fate Stay stuff, but want to kind of uh, see more of what the Fate multiverse offers. I mean, yeah. this is a great this is a great entry point um, with the series just starting. Um, yeah yeah good stuff and the uh mc um uh (laughs) his catalyst uh to get his servant uh is a light novel of all things wow i love it (laughs) yeah i thought that was great (laughs) people are 
um, having like suit, like ancient artifacts and other things like that as catalysts. Nope, this guy just accidentally throws his uh, his uh, light novel on the summoning circle. Um, but yeah, that'd be my recommendation. Um, I'm scared. Uh, of Some of these activations yeah. on light novel. <laughs> yeah. That bitch, I mean, light novels, fuck. that bitch gonna have a long ass title. I wonder how you can do some black air force into an activation. <laughs> <laughs> a leather belt. <laughs> you just what, have what's certain would come out if it was black air forces berserker boy or probably yeah. I, yeah, it's either that or a mean ass lancer <laughs> yeah somebody oh, just ran a gut motherfuckers like i'll do this shit right now yeah. we can go right nitty diddy <laughs> <laughs> on site on site <laughs> oh yeah uh Read East of West. East of West? Yeah, it's a image comic by Jonathan Hickman. Who, uh, mm-hmm. If you're reading X-Men right now, you like what he's doing. And he's basically like, if J.J. Abrams is cool. <laughs> yeah. Dang. So, it's a futuristic landscape where Death, the horseman of Death, the pale rider, is trying to find his son. The beast of the beast of apocalypse, the apocalypse. Oh shit! And he's been kidnapped by the three other horsemen who want to raise him. Meanwhile, there's a whole cult devoted to them in the United in the in what was the United States, and when we see like the Republic, and there's a really cool concept of a freed slave nation, where the one of the the prince reminds me of T'Challa. He's called Crown Prince John Freeman. The third. He's the third of eight kids. And he's probably one of the coolest characters in the series. So yeah, there's that, and it just ended at like 46 issues. So like a little under three years. Oh wow! So it's pretty good, and like it's one of those things you can see being adapted on a TV, like AMC or something. I guess the best way to describe it would be like. Lone Wolf and Cub, or some kind, or one of those old mangas yeah. that's like a revenge story. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That story. Yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Okay. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> and Death's baby mama is literally the baddest bitch in the in the world. <laughs> like this woman fought off a whole ass invasion barehanded. Woo! That's my shit. I love my shit. the hands, <laughs> the hands and feet, and the elbows. Oh, that's she, she came out when the soldier man was like, "Nah, y'all got to y'all got to come through me." And I'm like, "I see why he fell in love with her." So you're telling me she defeated the whole army with just a pair of bare hands? Her bare, her bare hands, and some swords, and then. When her army was getting jumped by, hands, man. I was playing. <laughs> when her army was getting jumped by another army, the Republic, the American army, she decided to step in and make sure people got away, and held them off. 
She lost wow. an arm, but she made sure they lost more. Yeah. So, yeah, you can see Death's Baby Mama is no joke. Doesn't no. sound like it. Yeah. Well, righteous. Um, man, I think I think that about wraps it up for us this week. Um, do you guys have any closing thoughts you'd like to add before we wrap things up? Um, Netflix, I'm still on your ass, bitch. Fucking Netflix jail. Get the shit, get the shit together, please, and thank you. I thought I just cussed you out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag free B stars. Please, I'm over here fucking fainting. <laughs> I really want to, I really want to see a delinquent manga get am- animated. Like yeah, yeah. I think that shit. I think that shit can do numbers. I mean, what's probably a, the probably the most popular like ongoing delinquent manga that hasn't gotten an adaptation yet? Clover or Sugarless, which is like super fucking absurd and over the top. <laughs> you got niggas in like high school smoking. Kicking their shoes at people talking about manliness. <laughs> a real man always takes on a real man's measure, even when he's not a real man to a real man. Shit like that. You'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's entertaining because they're so damn serious. But Clover works because it's basically like slice of life, but with mm. the delinquent shit. That's kind of like, yeah, I want to see main, that. Char- main character, his best friend, Hyatt, so comes back after being in the countryside. And he's in high school now, and Hayato is a fucking brawler. And the first thing he does is beat the shit out of their former best friend and bring him back. And then adventures happen after that. Gang wars, fighting kids from other schools. They even fight kids on a prison island to determine the baddest delinquent in all of Japan. I mean, who who hasn't done that before, right? We got You get a whole tournament arc. <laughs> yes, you know we love tournament arcs. <laughs> yeah, and it's got great characters. It's got people you'd be like, damn, was that me in school? Hell no. And like real friends, they roast the shit out of each other. Okay, I like that shit too. So, yeah, that's <laughs> like they stay cracking on each other, and I love it. Okay. I'm like, this is friendship. This is power of friendship. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I was gonna say, what about you, Mac? Um yeah, I guess <laughs> my stuff is more uh, just kind of a group related now that I'm thinking about it. Um uh you know, we finished our fall anime polls, which means all four seasons of our polls have concluded. So Woo! we uh We'll be rolling out our like best of 2019 polls that uh, will consist of uh, the top three. Yeah, so get out and vote. We want to see yeah. some uh, see some uh, numbers in in the polls this time. It'd be kind of cool to get more of a representation. And switch accounts. I might fuck around and switch accounts. Yeah, start making some burners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. 
yeah, be on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast. Um, um, oh, it was the three of us this time, but uh, hopefully we'll be joined by uh, more of the AdMod team next time. You know, we're all... For we are leisure. Uh, yeah. You know, life is... Uh, life is cray. We're all doing different things. So right. um, we'll try to uh, link up with more more of us next time. But um, I think that will do it. Um, thanks so much for listening. Nerds and nerdettes, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, y'all. All right. Peace.